You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Guys, and again, thank you for everyone who listens. Uh, I love it, and I love the questions that you send me. I've already received a couple of questions, so we'll have to get into those later. Um, again, this is On Point with Victor. You're going to hear logic here. Uh, and I know that's a, uh, a scary word for a lot of the political elite. They don't really like to hear logic. Uh, they definitely don't like to hear common sense. But I got to tell you, I'm not here to make friends with uh, with the elitist. Uh, I got a lot of friends, so I don't need elitist friends. And, uh, you know, if they want to be scared, they can be scared. But I always welcome, welcome, welcome when when the uh, elitists do want to come challenge me. Um, you know, some of the things I have to say, I think, is good for their soul. And I think, in fact, their soul might need to hear some of the things that uh, that I have to say. Uh, so we're, we're going to get this party started. Uh, you're tuned in. America's Web Radio, this is the place for common sense and logic, like I said before, on point with Victor. So there's a few things uh, I want to get into today, and as you guys know, I always start the show with uh, the topic rundown, so we're going to get to that. But before I get to that, I I have to, I just have to say a few things. Um, I, I almost don't want to do this because I, 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 I don't like bringing up Cortez so much. Because I'm afraid we're giving her too much of a platform. I'm afraid we're we're elevating her. I mean, this 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 woman really really doesn't make much sense. But the more we elevate her, I'm afraid that either either people are going to start to think that that maybe she is making sense, or we're going to really cause her base to to flock to her because she's going to claim the victim status, which. She's already claiming every time she gets busted on on a comment that she makes, but I just can't I just can't let this go. What she did the other day, um, she was out at in Austin, Texas, at a at an event called South by Southwest. And the South by Southwest, look, I'm not going to get into this group, but if you want to get some information, look them up. Um, they're they're a leftist group, and they basically brought Cortez down, set her up on a stage, and made sure that no one was in that audience was going to challenge her. They made sure that that she wasn't going to get any questions that she couldn't handle. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if the the questions were given to her. Uh, before, which is something, you know, CNN does to debates, but, uh, and that's a whole nother story to get to. Um, but I, I, you know, this, this is, a, again, it's Cortez being in an arena where she's never going to have to debate her ideas. She's never going to have to, to, uh, defend, uh, all these things that, that, that she says. And, and I don't know how one person can be so wrong elected to Congress, but then again, I just look at the Hippocrat party and there, there's a lot of examples, tons and tons of examples, but, uh, you know, basically, this I, I tried to listen to most of this show that she she was at. So when she was answering questions, basically, like I said, they brought her on stage and they let her answer questions, and it was basically a litany of like um um like um like um. That that's basically how this this whole half hour or so went. Uh, but but amongst that. Uh, she went on and, and, and managed to bastardize capitalism and she gave some cockeyed meaning of, of what capital, well, her meaning of capitalism, which I, I, I don't, that's I, yeah, producer Dave is over here about to fall out of his seat because, yeah, she was talking about how capitalism is capital and she basically took the word capital from capitalism and then gave some cockeyed, I mean, it was, it was laughable. In, in fact, I encourage you to look it up so you'll know what you're up against. Uh, but she goes through these crazy, crazy definitions that she has on capitalism and why it won't work. And, and she, according to her, it's not sustainable. Now, capitalism here, we are the most successful country in the world. We've gotten this way in the shortest amount of time than anybody else in the world. We've lifted more people out of poverty, and we've done it with free market capitalism. But according to Cortez, it's not sustainable or feasible because in her eyes of course anything that has to do with free markets or capitalism is going to destroy the environment uh, or her precious little programs um, but anyway let so at the end of this thing who of all people and you probably couldn't guess if i asked you to guess but none other than bill nye the fake science guy stands up and starts to ask her a question, but he, he basically gives a statement, and of course he goes right to climate change, and he brings up uh, Article 1, Section 8. 
and he uses he takes two words from Article One, Section Eight, and he tells Cortez that because of that, those two words, that gives her and the rest of the government the power to force the Green Deal down our throats. Well, so basically what he's referring to is enumerated powers, and those of you familiar with the Constitution know there are 18 enumerated powers. And what the enumerated powers do is it tells the government what it can do. And and the whole idea behind the Constitution, and I won't get into a whole lesson here, but it's to restrict the government. And he uses Article One, Section 8 to, to – uh, just unbelievable, but what he does is typical. He takes two words out. Uh, the, talking about the the arts and, and uh, I'll, I'll have to I don't want to get into too much of a lesson here, but basically he takes the two words and he goes into this whole thing about the Green Deal, and it really kind of irritated me because everyone in that crowd cheered and clapped and Ocasio Cortez sat there and smiled and and was basically right on right on and then she went into some garbage backing him up. And look, I don't expect everyone out there to know what what Article 1, Section 8 says. I don't expect everyone to be a constitutional scholar. But if you're listening to, especially when you're listening to a a congresswoman or congressman, and then you hear a Hollywood actor, Bill Nye, who starts throwing all these things in your face and, yeah, they may sound good – you need to take you need to step back and do some research on your own. I tell people here, don't take what I say uh to heart. Look it up for yourself. If you have some doubt, then hey, that's probably your gut telling you I should verify this. So, you should definitely verify a Hollywood actor or a uh or 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 anything Cortez says. Uh what do you think, Roger? Victor, I just want to jump in here real quick because you happen to touch on the new green deal and I mm-hmm. thought I would mention an interview that was done with a fellow named Patrick Moore. If you don't know who he is, he's one of the founders of Greenpeace. Yes, he is. He flat out said the new Green Deal would kill 85% of the civilization in just a few short years. Why, you ask? Roger, why? Because (laughs) the Greenies are not into nuclear power plants, so that would eliminate 98.5% of all electrical power that would be available. It would eliminate transportation by trucks, by trains, by boats, by cars. Because these people in big cities think that food just grows in the supermarket, I assume. They don't know how it gets there. Roger, doesn't food grow on trees? Well, of course it does. (laughs) On farms in the country. It doesn't grow on Manhattan rooftops very often. And on top of that... If we don't have fossil fuels to burn, people are going to grab every tree, every bush, every vine, burn it into non-existence, and then we won't have a single tree on the planet. So the CO2 levels will skyrocket, and we'll kill ourselves by suffocating. So, Roger, what you're saying is, through common sense, you extrapolated that we're not going to have any forest, and therefore we're not going to have any CO2, so we're not going to have air to breathe, thanks to the Green New Deal. That's right, because all these people think, oh, the plants... The plants, we have too much CO2. Well, let me tell you something. Plants take in CO2. If you eliminate all their CO2, you're taking away all their fuel. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, if you're wondering who this is, who's, who's, uh, can, can be just really, really good spot on at the right moment, uh, that is Roger Bihar. He is sitting next to me. He is my guest host today. And, uh, Roger's going to have a few gems, I'm sure. Well, let's talk about AOC's biggest accomplishment to date she has single-handedly she got elected (laughs) single-handedly eliminated the need for blonde jokes (laughs) well this is true and she's done it with ease with quite ease uh i you know it's it's funny i but i tell you roger hold on to a lot of those thoughts because i want to i we're going to get back to that uh in the topic rundown um and I, I do want to just say because i've had a listener who of course uh, they wants to know what the uh article one section eight so the one that Bill and I was referring to was uh, the number oh, – I can't remember what number it is. But anyway, it's in, it's in Section 1, uh, Article 1, Section 8, and it's promote the progress of science and useful arts. So what Bill and I did, he stopped there. But he should have continued because it, the whole enumerated power is to promote the progress of science and useful arts by securing for limited times to authors and investors the exclusive right to their respective writings and discoveries. So that enumerated power is giving is a patent right. It's a patent law. It it declares that the author, the scientist, the artist, they can own their property. Nowhere in there does that give the government the power 
to to fund any kind of art or any kind of uh, science, including the new Green Deal. So that's basically what what Bill Nye referred to, and only took he just took the progress of science and arts and tried to turn that into giving the government power to tax you into oblivion, cut down all your trees, and kill your the oxygen that you breathe. Um, so it's pretty ridiculous. So, so you know, after he gave the, like I said, he gave his question, the applause, and all this mess, and and I just, I, I just had to get this out of the way because we as people, we the people, we've got to start holding these people accountable for what they're saying because there's a whole lot of people that are going to watch that and now they're going to go away and say, oh, the government has the power to, to uh, spend uh, all the money they want on arts and science, meaning the Green New Deal. Meaning that, like Roger alluded to, they want to get rid of electricity, to get rid of gasoline, to get rid. I, I mean, it's 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 ridiculous, and we really need to wake up. I know that we have fun here when we talk about Cortez, but if you take her lightly, you're doing it at your own uh, peril. I, I we should take her serious. Uh, we should have fun with her, but we've got to take what she's doing seriously because. If we don't, it's going to be to the detriment of us all, and and I don't think we can afford that. And uh, I, I'll, I'll let me bring Roger back in here. Uh, Roger, if if okay, look, if if Cortez gets what she wants, and let's say we get rid of gasoline, in her eyes, we're going to power electricity. Uh, in fact, Roger, I had a, a listener who asked the question of, well, if we get rid of gas. And Cortez wants all automation. Apparently, Cortez is also advocating for getting rid of minimum wage jobs. So she wants automation everywhere. So, so, so she wants to get rid of all jobs. Well, pretty much. But let's just focus here. So, As the listener asks, what, <laughs> what are we going to do to power the automation? Because if Cortez gets what she wants, Roger, how are we going to power the batteries? Well, obviously, we're going to use wind power. <laughs> and the funniest thing I saw this week was a helicopter spraying de-icing material using jet fuel, spraying de-icing material on a windmill to keep it from freezing up. Wow. So, okay, so I, I, I don't even know where to go with this sometimes, folks, because if, if you think we can power everything with windmills and unicorn, unicorn dust and unicorn farts, I mean, we're going to be back into medieval times. I like I said, they're going to burn everything that can burn. Look mm. at Venezuela. They're oh. burning anything they can get a hold of. In fact, I saw an article today. They're actually trying to get water from sewer pipes because there's no clean water anywhere. Yay, socialism. There we go, socialism. Well, you know, Roger, there's a good saying out there that says, and under capitalism, bread waits for you. And under socialism, the people wait for bread. And and that's not an understatement. Um, we we like you just mentioned. We see what's going on in Venezuela. I, how long is it before they start burning everything they have to keep uh, just to to be able to cook whatever they do have? Cook or keep warm and keep mm-hmm. from freezing. I don't know how cold it gets there, I, but I will tell you that they probably don't have a problem with stray cats and dogs. So, um, all right, look, uh, we are having fun, and this is going to go by fast, so hang on. Just hold on to your chair, listen to your radio, your Internet. Uh, we're going to be right back. We're going to our first break. You're listening to America's Web Radio On Point with Victor. Get your pen and paper ready. If there's a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend – is around town movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me, and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not so fun experience moving. Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around town movers for that local or cross country move. Timothy Around Town Movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's Around Town Movers. Call them. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docs4patientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. Quick Stakes. 
That's Q-U-I-K Steaks are not just for surveyors. They are great for family and community gardens. Go online to www.quickstake.com or contact your local land surveying supply dealer and get you a box of Quick Steaks. You'll love them every year when you plant your garden. Again, that's Quick Steaks, Q-U-I-K Steaks, the truly preferred way to stake and identify what's in your garden now. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome back, folks. We are having a blast today. Uh, this is On Point with Victor. I am Victor Armanderas. This is America's Web Radio. Uh, look me up, folks. Uh, I am on Instagram I'm as Radio Victor. I'm on Twitter as Radio Victor. Um, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, you can find America's Web Radio on Facebook. In fact, if you're not uh, following it, you should be. Uh, you can also find us. I'm pretty sure we're we're live in a couple of places, uh, so you can find us. Uh, you can actually see uh, myself and Roger, and and believe me, we have faces for uh, radio. Oh, the horror! <laughs> so, um, yeah, you, you, I, I, you can always look if you want to make fun of us because we actually don't mind. We won't go run to a cry closet, will we, Roger? Absolutely not. <laughs> so we'll we'll take it, whatever you want to dish out to us. Uh, you know, I I, I want to. I'd say a, a couple other things because during the break, you know, me, Roger, and producer Dave were, were talking a little bit more about uh, occasional cortex and her definition of capitalism, and and it, it's just frustrating that people actually listen to her when she just stri- goes on this long-winded discussion on how capital means evil profit, and it, it was crazy, crazy. But uh, Roger, what what does that say? About the people who voted for her. Now, Roger, you correct me if I'm wrong, but you are from bo- and born and raised in New York. Well, a not long raised, time but. ago in Brooklyn, yes. <laughs> so born in Brooklyn, it was a different place then. You, though. Were, <laughs> you were right next door to the people. Or actually, part of Brooklyn is in her district. Yes, it is. And uh, these people voted for her. I heard she run, ran on a different platform where she probably just said totally different things. And then once she got in office, she changed her tune completely. But I can't verify that for sure. Well, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, come on, uh, Obama, if you had taken Obama away and just listened to his message back in 08, you would have thought he was a conservative. So it's it's nothing new for Democrats to do. And don't get me wrong. There are plenty of Republicans. The establishment Republicans will tell you what you what they think you want to hear. And then they go on behind your back or, well, in front of our backs, actually. But AOC does have some brilliant ideas. I heard she was spotted the other day (laughs) holding a box of Cheerios and and claimed she could end world hunger if we just plant these donut seeds everywhere. (laughs) You know, the the sad thing about that, Roger, is it's believable. I could see her taking these uh, these Cheerios and and trying to plant her donut seeds. Although, Roger, where is she going to plant them? I don't know, because we're going to have burned up all the trees, bushes, and grass <laughs> trying to heat ourselves without using any fossil fuels. And if we kill the trucking industry, how are they going to truck the uh, the new donut food <laughs> into New York? The, well, obviously, she, she believes everything they eat grows right in the grocery store. <laughs> That's You know, that is sad, but I don't think Cortez – I mean, we're making fun, but I don't think she looks past the, the – uh, the fake or whatever points he's trying to make. So I wouldn't be surprised, Roger. She thinks this food just pops up at the grocery store. Yeah, they were saying, who needs to hunt when meat is in grocery stores? Wasn't that <laughs> Stacey Abrams? That was Stacey Abrams. And and Roger, bringing up Stacey Abrams, let's, let's just for a minute, we'll deviate here. Um, there's a chance that she's going to jump in the presidential race. Oh my! Will things I, never I, get better? I, you know, uh, it's it's almost like the gift that keeps on giving. Um, the, the, all the, I mean, I think we're up to 155 people now uh, running for president on the Democrat ticket, uh, but Abr- Abrams is is one of the latest to. And this is a, a woman. For those of you who don't live in Georgia, Roger referenced this. She stood in South Georgia, in the agriculture capital of Georgia, and told them, "You don't need to work here." I mean, Roger, what? She, she thinks food grows in the grocery store, absolutely. I guess. She must. She must because she really, really looked at them and said, you shouldn't have to work in agriculture. Offending how many families who have been in farming for years, including producer Dave. So these are families that, that generations of farming that she basically 
I can't use the word I want to use right now. But She said, uh, we don't care about your jobs mm-hmm. until the food doesn't show up in the grocery store. Then where's she going to go? Well, then at that point, Roger, they'll have the system they want where they can mandate where you work and where you live. And and that's uh, that is not hyperbole, folks. Um, you know, I have uh, I have some friends, Roger, on Facebook, and I think you see some of them too that are just diehard in the will liberals, and they they won't. To me, they won't open their eyes. Now, these are some good people, but um, you know, I I make comments on social socialist Democrats and the Hippocrats, and and I'll make these comments. And, and I never am, and most people are smart enough to know that I am not saying every Democrat out there is a socialist and, or, or every Democrat out there is a hypocrite. Um, but when it walks like a duck and talks like a duck and, or what is it? Quacks like a duck. I listen to me. I sound like Cortez talks like a duck. When it quacks like a duck, I mean, Roger, what are we supposed to assume? Well, you gotta listen to these people and look at what they're asking for. Mm-hmm. The funniest thing to me is if they get what they're asking for, Big government control, you know, and the regulation, they're not going to be able to speak their minds about anything because the government will not allow that. So they're asking to have their voices silenced. You know, Roger, you mentioned, you mentioned having voices silenced. And I, this is another thing that we, we have to acknowledge. And, and, and I say it all the time. Look at the actions of, a, of not just Democrats, Republicans too. Uh, any elected politicians, look at their actions, not just their words. But if you look at what's happening on the campuses, and and right now the education system is a bastion for indoctrination, especially colleges, and they are actively trying to squash free speech. I have not seen once, and Roger, correct me if I'm wrong, I haven't once seen a liberal speaker come to a college and be run off by conservative no, students. No, absolutely not. It just doesn't happen because no. – because conservatives want to hear all viewpoints. Whether they agree or not, they agree to allow free speech to happen. Well, conservatives are willing to debate their ideas because conservatives are basically more confident. Oh, you're a racist. <laughs> yeah. You're a Nazi. Yeah. Exactly. This, this is what they get called. Look at – Roger, I, I am – and as well you know – I, I'm his. Uh, let's see how many boxes I can check off. I'm Hispanic, which makes me brown. Um, I have Jewish heritage, uh, so I've got a few boxes here that I can of, of the minority side. But apparently, it's the wrong minority because I've been accused of being. Uh, oh my goodness, how did they put it? I was not Hispanic enough, or I was a white Hispanic. That's what I've been called. Uh, you know, it, it's it's just it's absolutely asinine. And and this is what I mean about some of the liberals on on the facebook that will make comments to me so you're like a fudge cream cookie brown on the outside white on the inside absolutely and i ain't gonna go to how how well uh, no i'm not gonna go there um (laughs) and i look good no um but but these 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 crowd on facebook that will react to some of the things i say when i have all the evidence to back up what i'm saying but yet they are so closed off because they, they get their news probably just from their Facebook friends or maybe they get their news just from CNN or MSNBC or ABC or NBC or CBS. You know, they're not getting the stories of what's actually happening. And then when they do get those stories, they want to push back on them because they don't want to believe that they could be attached to a party that's doing some of the things that they're doing. And when when you have a speaker like Dinesh D'Souza or uh, Ben Shapiro um, or uh, the blonde lady, the blonde lady, I'm going to forget. Uh, not <laughs> the. Uh, oh my goodness, I'm going to. Anyway, she writes books. She's a conservative. She's a firebrand. In fact, she's been in uh, and dis- Coulter. And Coulter. She's been in a little dispute with Trump of late. Um, but these people get run out of campuses. They get run off campuses, and then if they are allowed to start speaking, they get shouted down. Well, let's take a look at it. That's exactly how the Democrat Party started things back in the 1800s mm-hmm. all the way through the Civil Rights Movement in the 60s, and they're continuing to do it today. And, Roger, what was the strong arm of the Democrat Party in the late 1800s? I think they had a militant arm they called the uh, KKK, yes. You would be correct. And and this is another thing that infuriates uh, people on Facebook and, and some listeners to, to my show because I am not afraid of history and no one should be, but I'm also not going to rewrite history. And uh, the Democrat Party was the party of the KKK. Uh, in fact, uh, when we got we got all the way to Woodrow Wilson, 
And by then, the KKK had taken a, well, let's just say it was on its way out. And who brought it back to life? None other than Woodrow Wilson. And, Roger, do I even need to ask you if you know what party Woodrow Wilson belonged to? I would guess he was a Democrat. He was. Uh, you know, it, it's just more and more and more examples. But I, I tell you, we have to have the courage to to stand up. And if you're a Democrat, I really, really want you to have the courage. Again, you can challenge anything I say. But have the courage to say, oh, wow, Victor, that's that's some evidence there, and I didn't know that, and no, I don't agree with that. Have the courage to say that because too many of you don't. You can listen. You will never hear me take up for the establishment Republicans. If they do something wrong, I'm going to come out and say it. In fact, earlier today, I, if, if any of you weren't listening to the first hour of the show, I came out pretty strongly against what uh, the Georgia Republicans are trying to do with uh, with another abortion law. Um you know, I, I try to stay. This is not a topic that we're going to talk much on this show about because I, it I just think we should look me. at the the fact that you're pitting state law against federal law. Exactly. And this is just one case of it. What about the mm-hmm. marijuana? What about the sanctuary mm-hmm. cities? They're all state or local governments pitting mm-hmm. themselves against federal law. Where does it it's sooner or later someone's gonna to have to make a decision and you're gonna to have to decide whether federal law or state law takes precedent. Well that is a, a perfect point, Roger, because I, I talked about that in the first hour. Um I I am not um you know, I, I am a pro lifer. Um I believe in life and uh but I am also very libertarian when it comes to giving the government unneeded and undue power. And uh, and you said it, Roger, if we why are we going to fight the law of the land and right now roe versus wade is law of the land so you're spinning your wheels in the republican house and you're creating a narrative to just be defeated in 2020 and and it's 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 undue er errors and and it's it's just silly to me to do that when we can be bringing a lot more people together in the state of georgia to fight the democrats who have been making inroads in georgia and that's darn right scary because the things that's going to matter to your back pocket, the things that are going to matter to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, it, it's going to come from are we winning or are we putting the right politicians into power that believe in limited government, lower taxation, low regulations, and, and 100% believe in the free market. So, so that's uh, – to your point, Roger, we have to be careful because – if we continue to give government power, what are they going to do with it, Roger? They're going to abuse it. They always do. They always do, and history shows that. We're not just making Spider-Man it up. Spider-Man shows it, too. <laughs> with great power comes great responsibility. Absolutely, and we all know that you cannot give great power to government because they're going to abuse the crap out of it. Because they're irresponsible. And they're very irresponsible. And and it, and history shows it time after time after time after time. And and it's just we we I really really hope that we have an awakening and we the people stand up. You know, Roger, I posted the other day that Right now, what the Democrats are doing, the the hypocrites, the socialist Democrats, they are not going after Trump. They're coming after we the people. Trump is on the front line. Trump is a roadblock. But their end goal doesn't end with Trump. If you think for one moment – and Roger, tell me if you agree with me. If you think for one moment that getting rid of Trump – whether it's the 2020 election or whether he gets reelected, which I think he will, and then and then he, he cannot run again. So eventually he's not going to be president. If you think that's going to stop the socialist Democrats and the hypocrites to continue to push their socialist agenda. And cut, so who are they after? They're after we the people. Of course. But the thing is, even with Trump out of the office, we have to have somebody who will continue with his libertarian approach to things to get the government out of the way, let the economy run. And mm-hmm. make the lowest unemployment rate in history. Make manufacturing jobs come back to the United States. Things that Obama said would never happen and couldn't be done. That Trump didn't have a magic wand. Well, guess what? Apparently he found one. Apparently Trump graduated from Hogwarts because that magic wand is working. No, the magic wand that Trump has is called a spine. <laughs> you know, that's a great point. And, and I'm glad you mentioned that because having a spine is something the Republican Party needs. And, and Donald Trump is really showing what can happen when you have a spine. And here, here is my rant against establishment Republicans. They don't have a spine. 
And and too many times, Roger, the establishment Republicans are just stabbing us in the back, and half the time they stab us in front of the back. Well, that's because they're in it for the next election. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. even though they're Republicans, they're still politicians. You know, that's so true. And and look, I make a difference uh, between establishment Republicans and, say, the Freedom Caucus. Um, we have some wonderful, wonderful Jim Jordan, Mark Meadows. Um, we've got wonderful people that are in the Freedom Caucus, which is on the House side. Dan Crenshaw. Uh, Dan Crenshaw. Uh, just, just absolutely awesome. And if I were ever elected to Congress, I would be a member of the Freedom Caucus, and I, I wish we could get more. And this is something, now that we're on this topic, Roger, this is another reason why we must stand up, because we've got to get a message out there, and we have to, to – primary and remove some of these old school Republican guards, get them out, and we need Freedom Caucus guys. We need to pack the House with Freedom Caucus guys and then continue to win on the Senate side with with more of your Ted Cruz's and um, yeah, I, even Marco Rubio. And I know there's some a lot of you have issues with Marco Rubio, but the guy to his core is not a bad guy. Um, I will say he's been a little corrupted by some of the establishment guys. Uh, but we've we've got a decent Senate for the most part, and we we need to grow that. We do need to get rid of some Senate uh, Republicans, though, including uh, <clears throat> Romney. <laughs> I don't know how he ever got in. I do. But you were talking hey. about Rubio. Let me tell you, he has brought out some extremely important legislation mm-hmm. to the floor. Yes, he's going to try and pass the Sunshine Protection Act. Mm-hmm. Now, you have no idea what this is because it sounds silly. Please tell us. Basically, they just want to extend daylight saving time all year long. Mm-hmm. And which I think is a wonderful, great piece of legislation. <laughs> now, a lot of you don't know this, but it was done. Back in the late 70s, this had mm-hmm. been done. However, the problem was when kids were going to school in the middle of the winter, it was pitch black out and they were getting hit by cars, run over by buses. There was a lot of problems, so they then well, reversed it. We didn't have LED lighting back then. Maybe that'll make a difference. Just Absolutely. And, wrap your kids in a string of LED and, lights and send them to school. And, and it might be worth noting, Roger, was it was it Jimmy Carter? It was. Right. So there is a Democrat initiative that we stand behind. Right. And I think Democrats and Republicans can get behind this and hopefully make it work. So what you're saying is with this sunshine uh, bill that's coming up, that we should have bipartisan action on this bill, that we could actually have Republicans and Democrats agree on a bill? Unless they think Trump is going to cause problems somehow. You know, I'm sure it'll be his fault. Anything that happens as a result of it will be Trump's fault. How much you want to want to bet that uh, somehow Marco Rubio is going to be a racist for, for wanting to extend daylight hours? That's right, because then white people have to have more sunshine, and it's <laughs> completely better for brown and black people. I don't know. Well, I have another reason, and I'm going to bring it up when we come out of this break. So uh, you guys hang tight. We're having a blast. I know you're having a blast. Uh, you're listening to America's Web Radio. This is On Point with Victor. We'll be right back. And I'm going to do the same thing to you, Victor, that I did to uh, a couple of other hosts today, and that's do a live commercial and invite everybody, anybody, everybody, whoever wants to, Go to a tornado body dryer. Look it up on your on the internet, and I can um, I can predict what you will be saying about the tornado body dryer. It's not that I'm that smart. It's, a, it's just anybody that goes to it says the same thing, and the words out of your mouth or the words in your mind will be, I can't believe something like this exists. And it works. I just had mine installed uh, last week, and uh, works like a charm. And uh, it's it's uh, very comforting to take a good hot shower, turn your shower off, turn the body warmer or body dryer on before you before you turn off the water, actually, and get it going good. And uh, then you're in your shower, and you got warm, and you dry off, and you step out of the shower, and you don't have that. Uh, whack in the face that oh my god my bathroom is cold or whatever it's just uh, you're dry and it doesn't bother you but anyway so go to uh, www.tornadowaterdryer.bodydryer and uh, check it out we'll be back right after this the docs for patient care foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom 
and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. They can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back. You are listening to America's Web Radio. This is On Point with Victor. Um, I tell you, I, I, I want to hear more about the uh, tornado body dryer. I think that's pretty awesome that you can actually turn it on before oh, yeah, the water it's, goes it's off. in your shower with you. The, uh, I tell you what, if you're single and, and want a, um, well, like I said, I told you all the answers. So I was... In fact, going back there tonight, as a matter of fact, I was in a bar the other night and took my napkin and wrote down something on it, and, and sure enough, an extremely good-looking young lady walked in, she and two friends, and I went over to her. She was on her telephone, and I could tell on the Internet and doing their thing and stuff, so I went over to her and I said, you know, I'd like to make a bet with you. <laughs> I'll bet you I, if you'll go to this website, and if, if I'm right, I'll buy you a drink, if I'm wrong, I'll buy you a drink. Win-win. <laughs> okay, here's the site to go to, tornadobodydryer.com. And then she, she did, and I said, okay, I bet you that I've written down your first thought or you'll tell me your first thought. And she said, I didn't know something like this was around. And I said, well, that's close enough. I'll buy you a drink. <laughs> what I'd written down was, I didn't know anything like this existed. Oh, so wow. she yeah. won or she won or I lost and I lost, but it was a I, good outcome. I think it was a win-win. <laughs> yeah, it was sort of a win-win. But, oh, well, uh, that's awesome. This thing, you know, the, I couldn't – I'd been talking to them for about a month, mm-hmm. and it installs right in your shower, and it takes care of your mildew and mold and all that, plus drying you off. And it's very comfortable, and it's and it's interestingly enough, it's relaxing. And everybody, the first thing they, oh, you got a bunch of air blowing. No, it's called a tornado because the air circulates, circulates around you, and wow. it's a very soft mm-hmm. feel, and it's it's just very enjoyable. Wow, I hate to sound kinky on the air, but, <laughs> you know, whatever works. Hey, you know what? You know what they say sells uh, products. No, I'm not going to go there. Um, but no, that that's awesome. Uh, we that's great that we have them uh, on the. Sh- you know, we can advertise for them on the show. That that sounds amazing. Well, so. we're sort of we're sort of uh, 
doing all of their national advertising. Wow. We'll be putting out a press release very shortly that my other company, Multidimensional Media Incorporated, mm-hmm. uh, is there wow. advertising. Oh, and i got to throw out one other thing. If you live in Atlanta and you decide you want one, our choice installer is Brightbox. And I'm sure many people have heard of Brightbox here in Atlanta. They're owned by Cool Ray, or they are part of Cool Ray Heating and Air. And uh, Brightbox, they were fabulous. And hmm. funny enough, the guy comes to me and he said, you know, I used to live in Florida, and I installed one of these things many years ago. So, he, I mean, that was slam bam. Wow. Thank you, ma'am. And he right. got, it, got it installed. So. Well, that's awesome. Well, folks, you'll have to look that up. And you'll hear more about it because you heard it here first on America's Web Radio. Uh, but, all right, let's get back to some things. I, you know, I want to take a second. Um, whenever I have a veteran that turn, tunes into the show, I like to uh, to thank them personally. And uh, I, and including, including producer Dave. Uh, he is a former Army. Uh, but I did just get a, re- a message. I have a new listener today, uh, a former Marine. And, you know, I say former because once a Marine, always a Marine. And I just want to give a shout-out to uh, Charles Justice, who uh, is listening in today, um, a-, a former Marine. And, and oh, he's he's still a Marine. So uh, I-, I just I have to say that. I, I Those of you who know me know that uh, I hold the United States military I- in my heart. Um, it's amazing. There's no fighting force like uh, like the force we have. So, <laughs> we're unleashed. There's no losing. That's right, especially when you when we don't have a one hand tied behind our back. That's the unleashed part. <laughs> so, all right, uh, Roger, uh, I want you to help me out here. I want to uh, to get back uh, to the topic rundown. Uh, those of you familiar with my show now, you know I love to do the topic rundown. So let's start. So number one. Finland. <laughs> I thought you might get a laugh out of that, Roger. And so Finland resigns. And ladies and gentlemen, the reason why Roger's laughing, and in fact, in my notes, I had don't laugh because this is a true story. Um, so Finland resigns. The government of Finland has resigned, and they they resigned over. What did they resign for, Roger? The rising health care and welfare costs. Yes, were yes. Unable to be met. Absolutely. So you have uh, the entire Finland government resign over the failure to achieve key policy goal on social welfare and health care reform. Let me repeat that. This is a socialized country that sometimes our hypocrites turn to as such a wonderful place, and we should model this. They are resigning their post because. They can't get the reforms passed. That's reforms, meaning if you must reform socialized medicine, it ain't working. Well, they're in financial collapse. Yes, they are in financial collapse. In fact, Roger, not only has been they're having trouble funding their their ever growing health care costs, rising costs, and and, main, and a lot of it's because of so much of their population is aging and they're living longer. And when you live longer, you're you're according to socialist, you're just a dredge on society. And which is why every socialized medicine has death panels, but that's something we'll get into later. But they have rising costs because of their aging population. And Finland has what they call a uh, universal uh, income. So they, they actually had now, I don't think it's all of Finland. They've been testing this in certain areas, but it's failing miserably. But what they're doing is they are paying a monthly wage to a group of people in, in, in part of their citizenry to not work. And they're, here's the, here's the crazy thing, Roger. They, this is, this is socialism for you. So Finland implements this program saying, we're going to help people who don't, who aren't working. We're going to give them money. We're just going to take money from someone else, give it to these people, and that's going to make them give a job, get a job. Well, Roger, take a guess on whether you think any of the recipients of the universal, uh, universal income have a job. Of course not. Not a one. And the U.S. Forestry Service, an unlikely player in this, has done a study and said that if you keep feeding the animals, they will become <laughs> dependent on you feeding them and will not find food on their own. Apparently, the same thing applies to human animals. Apparently so. Uh, and, and it's just, you know, I always say that we need only look at history um, with a lot of this, stuff, especially when it comes to socialism and communism. Uh, it just doesn't work, folks. It never has worked. And so now here we are in Finland who cannot afford and are trying to reform. And you know what one of the reforms that they were proposing, Roger? Yes, I do. One of them 
was they wanted to try and get people to work more for the same pay to boost productivity. It failed. And, and was there another one? And not only that, uh, they they actually want to open up some 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 type of privatization. No, they yep. wanted. Delete the socialism and a, go to capitalism? A oh, socialist my. country. And here is the point, ladies and gentlemen. Everywhere that socialism is, is being tried, they do, to, in order to keep their populace suppressed, not only do they seize all the guns, they, they try to push in a little bit of, 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 of capitalism, a little taste of free market to keep people just happy enough to keep the, the foot of the government on the throat of the people through their socialist programs, um, it's it's sad, but uh, I, you know that. But that's Finland, and that's something that Bernie Sanders will refer to as a oh, it works. A utopian society. A utopian like society. Sweden is also having a similar problem start cropping up because now they have an aging population and the highest tax rate in the world at over sixty percent for the top rates. Yeah, and 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 Roger, when when these countries have these rates of sixty and seventy percent, that's not that's not all. Then there's the excise taxes, and the, and there's the sales taxes, there's the VAT tax that most of these countries have. So you're effectively you're looking at a high, ridiculous high percentage. Well, percent of people in Scandinavian countries will never be able to afford a car, will never own their own home, things that we take for granted here. Yeah, I, I mean it, it's it's unbelievable, and and boy, Roger, you hit on a point there, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I want to also bring into this conversation uh, one of our favorites here at On Point with Victor Mark the Shark. Mark, are you there? Yes. Good morning. Good afternoon. And good evening to all. <laughs> Excellent, Mark. I'm so glad you could join us today. So we're doing the topic rundown, and I want to get your your input on some of this. So we just uh, touched on Finland, which uh, is is. Their their government basically resigned, and uh, they're they're suddenly realizing that they can't pay for socialized medicine for all, and they're not able to pay for the universal income that they're promising their their people. Uh, it, it's it's pretty crazy. But the next one, Mark, and maybe you can comment on this. So, topic rundown number two: Nancy Pelosi has is saying she's taking impeachment off the table. Uh, she says that uh, Trump isn't worth it. All right, look, well, folks. Yeah, let's back that up a second. I think this is the same lady who said she wasn't given a dollar for the wall. So I don't, I trust her almost as much as occasional cortex saying something intelligent. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. Hey, uh, Mark, real quick, um, uh, you're not on a speakerphone, are you? I am. You want to pick up? Is yeah, that better? if you could, Please. if you could. Uh, we we want to make sure that the listeners can get a clear clear listening experience with Mark the Shark because uh, I tell you what uh, Mark has some great input a lot of times on these issues and uh, if you don't know if you aren't familiar with Mark the Shark he is a lawyer uh, up in New York and is that uh, better, my boy? no that is so much better Mark so much better so Mark touching on this Pelosi thing and I think where you were going was you can't believe Pelosi is about as far as you can throw her. And I agree with you, Mark. If, if anyone thinks that impeachment's off the table, they're kidding themselves. I'd like to try and toss AOC. All right. I would, I would like to see... See, she doesn't have control of the party anymore. No, she doesn't. The living bejesus is out of her. You're 100% right, Mark. She doesn't. And I think she realizes it. And right now, she's firing this take the impeachment off the table over the bow directly at Cortez, Omar, and Elian. I cannot remember the Omar. other. Omar. Yeah, no, Omar. Well, well, Omar can't stop insulting the Jews, Ta- so that's Talib. have a lot of effect. Talib. <laughs> well, Mark, um, you're going to have to uh, participate in a segment I have coming up. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and, this, ladies and gentlemen, this is what we call a teaser. Um, coming up a little bit later in the show is uh, a new segment uh, that I have that's called Things You Won't See Jews Doing. So I, I'm, I'm going to have Mark participate in this. Uh, all right, Mark. So so that so we have Pelosi. I, I'm sure lying to the people because look, their impeachment is long. They're looking down the road. They're they're not. They know they can't impeach Trump in two years. And I think they they are reserved to the fact that Trump's going to get reelected, which means they're going to try. They're preparing now to impeach Trump uh, after 2020. Uh, here's, that's my here's theory. What I can't understand is they were banking on the Mueller probe giving them the jackpot. It was, let it go, you can't stop it, oh, we're going to sue, we're going to this, they started 15 different lawsuits back and forth all over the place, protect MOA. 
the only non-elected official in the world who was protected by law in the United States, practically. Right. Not accountable to anyone, by the way. No. Now, and, and he wasted... Remind everyone, what was the beginning of this? What was the genesis of this whole thing? A Clinton-paid-for dossier. Right. A Russian collusion research project. How's that? Yeah. Well, That's you know, the, we call it. there was a Russian named Joseph Stalin. He said it best. <laughs> show me the man, I'll find the crime. Mm-hmm. Show me the man, yeah. I'll show you the crime. I, you know, he, it, it's the Russian collusion project, or we'll call it for sure, we'll call it RCP. Yeah. The RCP has been a witch hunt, and I know he uses that word, but I happen to say, you it's know, true. It's like Massachusetts looking for the witches. <laughs> are you, are, there's proof, we're going to burn you at the stake anyway, just in case. Mark, only you could make a reference to the Salem witch trials. I love it. Yep. <laughs> All right, you okay. Know, so, well, hold on there, Mark, because I don't want to get off too much here, because we, we've got to save some for next week. Um, I, look, uh, so that we have that. And number three, we have Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren wants to break up Facebook, Amazon, and Google. I mean, isn't this rich, Mark and Roger? You got, you've got com- when when are companies going to realize that when they get in bed with a hypocrite party, that eventually it's going to bite them in the derriere? In fact, Roger, I see some notes there. Uh, might you have a comment on this? Well, I was just going to say the same thing. All these social media companies support all these Democrats, and they push for socialism and communism. And then as soon as they get what they want, they're going to be taken over by the government and kicked out anyway. So they're basically tying a noose around their necks, tying it to a tree, and then watering the tree and standing there. <laughs> That's right. And Mark, uh, did, did not the Democrats led by Socialist Cortez just put a kibosh on Amazon coming to New York, which would have brought 50,000-plus yeah. jobs? Yeah, she just killed the uh, roughly they they the estimates were at least twenty billion dollars to that area. Unbelievable. Based on all the the other activities. In other words, what people forget is the company coming with all their people is just one aspect of why it's an economic boom. Mm-hmm. You then have economic derivatives, which is not market backed securities, only back securities, but it is the delis, you, the clothing stores, all the you, shopping you, around there. You just went over C- C- Cortez's head. Yeah, I know. And she was an economics major, too, I think, or something like that. Hey, Mark. I don't know what economy, but she was definitely something. Hey, Mark, producer Dave has a question for you. Yes. Um, what, what do you think of uh, Casio Cortez's definition of capitalism? <laughs> Did you hear well, this? I could, yeah, I can could, I could tell you this much. She has about as much thought process as a pencil eraser. <laughs> so would you so, call her a pencil neck? <laughs> yeah, just it, it just doesn't make some of the things that come out of her mouth are so bizarre. It's like you're dreaming, and then you say, "What is this woman is in the Congress? How is this possible?" <laughs> and from your state, <laughs> yeah, well, that's well, possible. Did you hear her, Mark? We're four billion dollars or forty billion dollars in debt in New York State, and mm. and Andrew Cuomo was running around changing signs from the Tappan Bridge to Mario Cuomo's name. Yeah, we have money in the oh. budget for that. Don't fix. The 256 bridges that are mm-hmm. mechanically and functionally deficient, which means they can fall down at any moment. Mm. That's Minnesota. Yeah, you know that's a very good point. But you know, Mark, you're 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 putting too much, um, I guess, too much faith in uh, Democrat politicians, especially when you when it comes to Cuomo. You know, it's much better to have your name in lights than to actually you know do something for the people. Listen, look at the facts. The facts are the Democratic Party in this government is represented by a woman who said you have to pass it to see what's in it. Yeah, this is very true. They do try, and they continually try to hide things. Okay, I'm going to jump ahead. Oh, go ahead, Roger. And this is also the Democrat Party that recently passed a bill saying that illegals could vote in state and local elections. That's true. How's that not allowing interference? They want free college and no electoral college. So, so Mark and Roger, if I hear and understand this correctly, then they would be willing for hundreds of Russians to come in illegally and vote and alter an election. Absolutely. So who's that's like, okay? As if they took ads out on Facebook. So who's colluding? <laughs> okay. Hey, uh, we're going to jump ahead here. All right, Mark. We are. Uh, we're going to jump into a segment here called "Things You Won't See Jews Doing." So I'm just going to. Well, this is in response to the anti-Semitic remarks mm-hmm. of the. The congresswoman who took terrorist classes? <laughs> you would be referring to Omar? Yes, I would be. Ilhan Omar. Ilhan Omar. Which, by the way, in her state, there's a huge Jewish population. 
Uh, absolutely. And Mark, some of them voted for her. That's yeah, well, the crazy I'm thing. That's not going to happen again. I, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. Uh, well, let's go down this list, Mark, uh, and you and Roger. She yeah. did say that Israel and the Jews were the one of the biggest terrorist states anywhere. She did. So let's see what they do and mm-hmm. what they don't do. So because of that, uh, Mark, is why uh, I want to do this segment, beca- basically really because of, like Roger said, because of Omar and her accusing uh, Israel and the Jewish state of being terrorist. Um, so things you won't see Jews doing. Uh, flying planes into buildings. Uh, Mark, have you seen... Uh, <laughs> when was the last time you saw a Jew fly a plane in a building? Uh, never. Uh, okay. Uh, number two, supporting terrorism. Roger, well, Mark? Uh, that, that depends. There's a lot of people right now who might support terrorism, but they're not Jewish. Unknowingly. Yes. <laughs> but they're not Jewish. Exactly. Number three. Well, that's a good point, too, Roger. Not knowingly. Not Omar's knowingly. Up there. Mm-hmm. Jews voted to have Omar put in office, so they're yes, supporting they terrorism there. Jews overwhelmingly continue to vote for Democrats in general, which blows my mind. But well, they better wake up. They need to wake up. All right, number three. Forcing young girls to marry old men. <laughs> which ah. I, I have to laugh. I mean, you know... <laughs> But it happens. Uh, all right, uh, here we are. Now the next one. We you know producer Dave makes a good point, which is kind of why I laughed a little bit because you know here in America, you know, ain't nothing wrong with marrying an old rich man, gold digger. <laughs> you know, Roger. There's a band out there called Pointless that has a song called Gold Digger. <laughs> so, <laughs> we we may have some bumper music coming up, ladies and gentlemen, down the road uh, for some future shows. Uh, so stay tuned for that. In fact. Um, don't be surprised if you hear a little Pointless and a little Nine Finger, uh, a little band out of uh, L.A. that, uh, you know, maybe in a later show I'll talk about. Um, okay, next. Uh, things you won't see Jews doing. Beheading people. Uh, Mark, uh, when was the last mm, time? Well, they, they have been known to rip dollar bills every once in a while, but I don't know if that counts. And they do like to slice up a good pastrami. Well, do I even right. need, do I need, do I even need to ask the penny joke? No. <laughs> oh, you know we're going to have... I'm going to get listeners now. They're going to want to hear that, so prepare that for next week. Uh, all right, next. Things you won't see Jews doing. Trying to dominate the world. Oh, <laughs> pretty sure Dr. Oh. Evil was not Jewish. <laughs> That's right. I am pretty Got sure you. he was not. Feed me up. Uh, uh, Mark, uh, things you won't see Jews doing. Stoning people. When was the last time you got stoned, Mark? Well, I've seen some Bible passages, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. That's good. Right. It's that's been a, a couple thousand years. <laughs> that's a good point, Mark. See, I have to have Mark to keep me in check. Very good point, Mark. But yes, Roger, that was quite quite a few thousand years ago. Um, things you won't see Jews doing: caning people. Uh, ah. I mean, when was the last time you saw a Jew get caned? I mean, I think a Jew might pull out a gun and shoot whoever's trying to cane them. Um, you would hope so. You would hope so. Uh, let's see, uh, Mark. Uh, things you won't see Jews doing: demanding death to America. Ah, um, are there any Iranian Jews out there? Let's have to know. Probably not. Probably not. You know, as long as they can walk into a deli anytime they want, they're not going to destroy America. Yeah, exactly. All the Iranian Jews came here anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, you're right. And a lot and a lot of Iranian, uh, Iranian Christians did, too. In fact, there are a lot still over there that um, really would like to overthrow their government if they just had a little bit. In fact, Roger and Mark, you know, uh, at the latter part of uh actually the beginning of the obama administration the iranian government was on the brink of collapse and they yeah, well, and them a couple what was, what did they 150 say? billion dollars exactly so obama basically stopped what was happening naturally by the people it just needed a little help from america all right mark man that was fun i really enjoyed doing that segment uh okay. with you i enjoyed having good roger here good to be good here ham and cheese you guys, listen, it's awesome. I love it. We're going to have another show next week, and I may have to have you two back. Thank you for listening, and thank you to my guest. We will be back. Make sure you tune in next week, America's Web Radio. This has been On Point with Victor. The disease of addiction is a life-altering challenge, not just for the person suffering its effects, but also for the family and friends who support and love the one caught in its grasp. What should be the course of treatment? Who is the best person to render treatment? And what is the best place to go for the care that is needed? We know that you want answers to these and many more questions. Call 770-696-9862 and speak to a representative of the Atlanta Healing Center. 
they can tailor a program specifically designed to address the needs of the person suffering with an addiction or give you guidance as to where that help may be found. Information is the key, and the trained staff at AHC is here to assist. If you wish, you can also get more information on the website located at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.